You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 178. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's well, Crack Pack a Like in Podcast World? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 178. Spanish in numbers, CC. Oh, missing you so much today, CC. Just like every other time that you're out of here, you know, it just seemed like there's a, the spokes are unlevel. You know, we got a, an eight and a two going all the way around. It's a lumpy ride today, baby. It's like a three legged chair, John. <laughs> it's wobbly. Um, yeah, we have no CC. Um, this morning we're coming to y'all. Uh, we weren't able to shoot a podcast last week, so we're trying to get this done this week. A lot going on. Um, so we're going to come to you with a topic here for episode 178 on Mother Nature. We're going to talk about some of the wonderful things the Lord provides us through nature and maybe some of the flip side of those things that come about as well. Um, I also want to say, you know, we'll... I don't know, tea leaf here, suspense, sit on the edge of your seat. There's an opportunity that John and Craig might record today by themselves after me for next week's recording. Um, I guess we're going to have to find out next week. Craig has already said yes, as usual. It's the second time to say yes, so the pressure is now on John. Yeah, you know, that's true. He is. He has tried to entrap us and force us into uh, recording. John just can't um, do it without me. It's humbling. The magical the magical child of hot dog land. Um, we've each had you know the joys of John and... Uh, episode about Craig. So he's feeling left out and he'd like to have one. So I don't know that it's going to work out today. I guess it's going to be a surprise. No, I just can't cannot do it without a hot dog. And I, I, Craig, you know, I know you'll be listening. We appreciate you for trying that. Hey man, brother. Um, okay, John. Thank you so much. Let's move into what you rather. What you got today, man? Well, um, you know, this is pretty relevant to a lot of the episodes that we have through here, you know, so I'm just going to throw it out, and then we'll talk about it and see what you think. Would you have? Would you rather have a podcast episode ready, prepped, going into it, or would you rather just show up and us discuss and throw it out off the cuff? Hmm. I don't know, because we have done both. Probably the first, like, 80 episodes we were prepped. And then I was like, okay, this is a lot. John and Craig didn't want to do that. Um, so I said, I'm going to be like John and Craig, and we can have it prepped. Other than last time, one time me and Craig was one that me and Craig did. We had a whole outline. Yeah, he didn't show up for it. That's right. Made that whole outline done. I am going to go with... Saved by the preparedness. Yeah, we should have done that as a topic today. Um, <laughs> actually, um, I'm going to go with being prepared. I really like it because we don't waste time and we can chat about... We, we always like to catch up with cast, see what's going on, tell a few stories, have a few laughs. 
would enable us to do a little more of that, take a little pressure off of it. Um, and I kind of like having everything right there. I do understand on the flip side, it's kind of nice to just boom, speak from whatever's coming to your mind, which is what's happening today. Um, but with that said, I'm going to go with prepared. Prepared. Well, you know, I, I agree. You know, starting off in the beginning episodes, I don't know how many, we were very prepared coming in, particularly whenever we had guests. And I think it's important, you know, whenever we, we did have guests. I always read everybody's books. I was prepared if they had a show. Yeah. Yeah. I would watch the movie or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, I would probably still do that moving forward. But um, to me, it feels like since we've changed and got less strict and uh, less prepared, I think the conversation has gotten more easy and uh, more free flowing. So I think there's a time and place for both of those things. Um, so if it, it would be something that we would have a guest, I would definitely prefer the prepared station. But other than that, I think we'd, it comes out great whenever we just show up and say, what do you want to talk about today? Okay, go. What do you think CC would say? I think CC would say, well, you know, my boy Tony says. I think CC would absolutely be like, I need to be prepared to have a Tony quote. <laughs> He's got those stored up. He's ready to go. He doesn't need to be any prep time for that. I mean, that's ready to go. He's got those in the noggin already waiting for uh, those to be withdrawn whenever he feels like it. So, you know, sometimes beforehand, I know he he kind of is like, oh, I wish we had time to prep for it. And I just, you know, remind him like, Cece, every time that you open your mouth, something great comes out. So you do great where every time that we've done it. So this it's been true. fun so far. Also on the flip, we have several episodes we have held because we need to be prepared. You know, Correct. That, that you got brought to your attention that we should bring on the air. And uh, we haven't done because we haven't been able to be prepared for those. So anyway, pretty good topic, John. Let's move on into the, I mean, would you rather? Let's move on into the topic here on Mother Nature. I think I was looking outside, you know, we were trying to think of a topic. A lot of them, I was fully inspired this morning with topics, as you saw. You said, just pick one. And this was based on the fact I looked outside and thought, man, it's a beautiful day out there. You know, blue skies. The weather has been pretty nice around here recently. We haven't got to the heat heat yet. Like, man, I'm just thankful for that gift of really good weather. And here we are at Mother Nature. So that's what came to my mind to get this topic going. What do you think when it comes to Mother Nature, man? God's awe-inspiring gifts he gives to us. Well, you know, I'm with you on that aspect uh, here the last several weeks and really the last few years um, coming into May and June, we've had some really late cool weather, which has been fantastic. For me this morning, I got up with an exercise uh, in the neighborhood for about 30 minutes. My gym is still closed down. Then I came back, I was sipping some coffee. I go in late to the office today. So I was letting the kids sleep in a little bit and it was just nice cool air out there. I was sitting out there looking out in my yard and said, man, this feels too good. I need to go and spread that dirt. So it gave me the opportunity to get out there and go and move some dirt around that I had delivered in my backyard and, uh, you know, barely even broke a sweat. And um, in the afternoons when I try to do that, it's a lot more strenuous, a lot more stressful, but that and have the kids chasing around too. So, you know, I think just your weather, your climate, where you are is definitely a gift. It's something that, you can go to different parts of the state, different parts of the country, different parts of the world if you want to find something that you feel like suits you better. So I know for you personally, you enjoy the cool air in the mountains in North Carolina. So I think that's you know, a great thing that uh, we have available to us. 
This is true, John. I did just write down NC for North Carolina. One of my favorite things to do is go up there. And the weather can be all over the place. But at times, it's not only the weather element and the coolness of the air or the sunshine or a sunset, sunrise. It is, you know, the ability to see some awe-inspiring things. And that that kind of leads me to the mountains in North Carolina or you can go to the beach. We've talked about that somewhere along the way on a podcast. Uh, National parks is a big one for me that I like to go. and and see just some of God's awe-inspiring creation when there's like no words for it. And we'll shout out to Alexander. She was telling me one time, I'm probably butchering this, that um, mm-hmm. we go, we go out there and we hike a lot and you look out there and they're like, and one, one time I was like, man, there are no words for this. And like, she was telling me, well, that's like, you really, God is really present, really close. And um, that's something that, that I find to be really neat. Um, recently, when last year to North Carolina, we went, did this hike and sat there, man, 40 minutes went by on a blip. We, we, we talked a little bit to each other, but we just kind of looking out and ate a little lunch up there and looking at the same thing, but so vast and open in the mountains that it literally takes, there's not words for it. You know, you can't put a word on how, you know, cool or awe-inspiring it is. No, I agree, man. There's so many different areas that I've been around the world, but uh, we'll do that too. Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu. <laughs> Still got my llama on the fridge. <laughs> Machu Picchu. It was fantastic. I mean, that was something that was a, several day journey hiking the Inca trail to, to get to that destination. Um, sure. We could have hopped on a train or a bus and just taken it up the mountains. And that's how we actually got out uh, was on a train, but just taking that extra step, extra journey to walk through um, those mountains to get there. It was just pretty all inspiring. Uh, certainly physically um, demanding, especially ask my wife who was pregnant at the time. Um, but it's something that if you're going, going to take a trip like that and go see a destination, to me, it's more appreciated if you earn it in a sense, as mm-hmm. far as, um, you know, going through some kind of process in order to get there and not just flying on a helicopter or whatever it is. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And something that whenever you're saying that made me think of, it's pretty wild that there are things that we go see in nature that are still untouched to this day and or that have changed you know, over time with like platonic shifts and things like that, but are literally like non, non-man-made, uh, made from God. And like all the way down to the simplistic thing to me, when I hike or the journey, I like to say that it's just feeling my boots in the ground, like on the rocks or in the dirt, like the true earth uh, in its, you know, pristine place that hasn't been messed with. That's something that I really like. Also, John, what do you think about this? There are so many parts still probably of the world that are untouched. Sometimes when I look out there at big mountain ranges or you're in an airplane flying, it's a blue sky day, you can see down there and there's all these, these parts of the, our country and the world that are still untouched and God's creation is literally in its most pure form. Yeah, I agree. And, um, you know, the, one of the big things for me is um, the ocean. I think well, the ocean is one of the areas that is the least amount explored. Um, there's so many crazy, amazing things in there and that we, that we don't even know what's happening down there. You know, they're still finding new species of uh, life in there. Uh, so that's, that's a crazy concept. You know, I think it's, it's harder and harder to find those places that are untouched now because of our ability to get around and travel and different uh, contraptions that we have in order to navigate difficult terrain. So I think that area is shrinking, but there's definitely still some stuff out there. One of the things for me, I want to ask you, um, you know, speaking of mother nature, where do you think that comes from? 
Mother Nature. I had to look it up. I didn't know. So that's how you wrote there. I, <laughs> I was like, where that comes so from? Oh, <laughs> I don't know where it comes from, man. I, I'm like, is that a term that was like used in the Bible somewhere? Um, did some philosopher come up with this? I'm not sure. You're getting closer. What you got? Man, it's a concept um, in Greek mythology. So the goddess of Gaia, I think it's G-A-I-A. -A. How would you say that? Gaia. Gaia essentially gives birth to nature. Man, probably a pretty big placenta there. <laughs> yeah, no words. Um, man, that's interesting. You know, well, another thing with with that, I, it's interesting to know that it comes from that. Um, that was wondering if that was a biblical thought too, but. What do you think about this? The things in nature that can kind of sometimes be tough that um, comes with that. And I was thinking in our case, Mother Nature, part of it, natural disasters, hurricanes, uh, tornado, um, a rainstorm, me, you and Green Paul trying to hike on our trip to North Carolina and rain and having to get the proper leggings to wear out there. What do you think about the, the thing mm -hmm. that Mother Nature, we, we can't as humans, you know, we're able to remedy a lot of things in life, um, diseases and AC in our house and, and deal with mother nature at times. But what do you think about um, the fact that we can't like the hurricanes coming, man, nothing you can do. You can bat down the hatches as much as you want. And you, you have no say or control over how that's going to go. Yeah. You know, that's true. You know, particularly we found that out last several years, uh, really a couple of times in the last 20 years with hurricane Rita, hurricanes, Laura Delta that hit our area. Uh, and then the other end of the state, uh, ice storms, ice storms were really, we're really at the mercy of what goes on around us. Uh, and as difficult and as painful as some of those things are, you know, there there is great things that come about from that. You know, whenever Hurricane Rita hit and uh, they had the washouts from some of the reserves um, connected to some of the fishing waterways around there, it allowed for the ecosystem in there to change to where some more of the shrimp and other shellfish could get back in there and the fishing improved drastically with redfish and uh, speckled trout in this area. So something that you would look at as a disaster, as in what happens to us <laughs> with yeah. our structures, our homes, our businesses, very difficult to navigate. It's something that helps reset some of those things that maybe we've meddled too much in and uh, or overfished in some of those areas. And now that kind of reset is helping improve something that we all enjoy and utilize and want to continue yeah, I think, man, that's a great point. I did not even know that happened after Rita. And uh, something that comes to me on Fantastic. that. Fantastic. I mean, it improved drastically. Very interesting. Um, is just the deferral to God, you know. And a lot of times in our life, we we don't want to give to God and let his plan be. And, and I think that whenever those situations do come about, it's a friendly reminder to say, hey, man, God's ultimately in control of us. And, and we need to, to give to him even in those situations and in any situation in our life. And I think that's a good uh, thing that kind of brings me back to it a little bit. Um, another thing, last thing that kind of came to my mind, I was interesting to know, John, now that you get up early in the morning. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you fish a lot and you're outside a lot. What do you think on something from Mother Nature that really my favorite, one of my favorite parts of it is sunrises and sunsets? Do you have a preferred preference in these two? Um, I don't have a preferred preference. I enjoy both of them. And uh, as you know, I've sent you pictures of me flying in the boat with the sunrise coming up in the background. Uh, it's something that is just a peaceful time, uh, either direction. 
um, whether the sun's coming up or coming down. They're all unique. They're all special. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, something that I think that this world, this planet, and all of us in here, or, or God's work of art, it's something that always changes. Uh, changes for us individually as we grow up to adults, as we age and go through that transition living process. So I think it's something that is an amazing thing. And it's something that I I think that we would do a better job of managing these things if everyone looked at this as a gift, you know, mm-hmm. a gift of God. This is something that in creation that he gave for us. Just help managing that and then people would be less likely to throw the trash out the window doing those kind of things, help manage and keep it beautiful and resources usable down the road. Yeah, I think that's true. And I, I like that you said they're both peaceful in their own way. I agree. It's kind of like the slow start till morning when it's quiet before all the hecticness starts or the winding down of a day. I agree. And, you know, I travel a fair amount and I love the outdoors. And I think both are good opportunities, um, you know, to be able to see God's creation and what he's got to paint. Just, just a special thing. And at its, at its highest, I also like after a rainstorm, seeing a rainbow, really cool. Um, so all part of God's creation and nature and mother nature that I think are truly gifts that he gives us. Well, there, hot dog man, Lake Charles, have you had anything that made you hit the gas or punch the brakes this week? John, you know, I share with me. I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out this would go with gas or brakes. And I think I'm going to probably go with hit the gas on this. Hit the gas. Woo. I know you would think, well, the reason is because where I live here, uh, where, well, where we live, we had a pretty good little thunderstorm. Mother nature was in action. Mm -hmm. Um, one of our industry, you know, what was that called? Some type of thing holding crude oil is all I, but this thing, John can correct me if I'm wrong, was from where I live, but that was within the mile and a half radius of the thing, and um, shot up, caught on fire, black smoke was in the sky for, I don't know, hours and hours, and anyway, we were forced, my little neighborhood, into a mandatory evacuation, so I had to, you know, I sat there for a minute wondering what I was going to do, I had a couple people call, check on the situation, and I wound up hitting the gas and getting out of Dodge. As usual, whenever people started calling him to warn him there was danger, he was sleeping. He was taking a, a nap after a, a, a long day of yard work outside. You know, I just sat down in my chair. It was like 310. We were going to church at four o'clock. I said, man, I'm going to read a little bit, close my eyes, just try to try to slow it down. The next thing I know, mandatory evacuation. So that's why I went and hit the gas. And then, so we get out there. Mother Nature is flipping one on us here. And I'm like, where am I going to go? It turned out we could not, um, you know, I have my dog. Only third time the dog's left the house all in natural disasters. And so we had a couple opportunities to go to Ragley. There's like seven or eight animals out there that wasn't really conducive for Reese to go up there. Um, all, a lot of my family lives in Greywood, so they were having to evacuate as well. And then John pulled through and opened the doors. And so we went to John's house for a couple hours, thought we were going to hang out, got to take on FTB and basketball. And how'd that go? Yeah. Mopped the floor with him out there. Was, you know, he got up on me early, but I won twice in a row and it, it felt good. Uh, and then we wound up having to stay the night at John's house. We didn't have to, um, Wallace and I were on the opinion that this was the safest thing to do. And so mother nature kind of threw us a curveball, did hit the gas, got out of there and made some wonderful memories, had some great times hanging with tiny and see if he could get a tooth out. 
playing basketball, visiting. You know, you're welcome for that experience that we brought you, John. Yeah, it was a fun time. I know the kids really enjoyed it. Connie uh, was just snuggling up to you. I wish he had been able to get that money from you for pulling the tooth, but the, the tooth is still hanging tough. I'll put a hundred bucks on that tooth. <laughs> Pretty hesitant on pulling that tooth. So I, I thought it was a pretty safe bet on your, your end coming in. So it's still hanging in there. So we're several days later. He did want to call you yesterday and say, why don't we call him and tell him that we got the tooth out? <laughs> Look, I learned about trying to, he was a barter, you know, uh, a man after my own heart negotiating left and right over there, trying to negotiate all his future teeth. That's right. For a price. Um, so we had a great time, made some memories, but it was another example of Mother Nature, um, you know, kind of steering the ship so to speak, but we appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week. Uh, we missed having CC along for the ride. Hopefully, hopefully again, John and Craig are going to take the wheel next time around. I guess we'll have to see. If not, um, if you get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast, we'd appreciate it. Till next time, we'll catch you later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me? I'm